This is episode 567 of the Leaving Laodicea broadcast, and my name is Steve McCraney. When you examine the Christian life, you will quickly begin to see that the key to the abundant life Jesus promised is in surrender. That's right. As John the Baptist said, to paraphrase him, we become less and he, Jesus, becomes more. But surrender is hard, and its very nature fights against our independence and pride and desire for self-sufficiency. After all, isn't that what we've learned in our culture from the crib, to be self-sufficient, a self-made man, answering to no one and needing nothing? Sorry, but it doesn't work like that with Jesus. Actually, it works just the opposite. But how do we surrender our life to him? I mean, what exactly is the process? Basically, there are seven steps you need to make in order to enter into the surrendered life. And today, we will look at just one. That's step one, where we must recognize and embrace the truth about God and His Lordship that is greater than ourselves or what we want to believe about Him and about our independence and what we call freedom. Are you intrigued? I thought you might be. So join us today as we learn more about a life of full surrender as we discover the joy of leaving Laodicea behind. When you surrender your life to the Lord, you will notice it's not a one-time event. You don't just say a prayer or make a vow and boom, it's done. It's a process, usually full of ups and downs that may take some time to master, often a long time. But even as a process, surrender must have a starting point, and that point recognizes who God is and what our duty and responsibility is to yield to His Lordship. Everything follows this first step. Today, we're going to look at the first step where everything springs from, and we'll explore the rest of these steps in future broadcasts. Step one, to recognize and embrace a truth greater than yourself, which is God and His Lordship. Step two, to confess and repent of any known sin in your life. Three, to learn, and this is hard, to die to yourself daily. Number four, to present yourself daily as a sacrifice to God, a living sacrifice. Number five, to trust completely, totally, without reservation in His sovereignty. Number six, to learn to rely on the Holy Spirit for your daily guidance in every area of your life. And number seven, to keep your eyes fixed and focused on Christ. As I said, we're going to look at number two through seven in future broadcast. But today, we're going to look at just the first step in surrendering your life to the Lord. And that's in recognizing God's complete lordship over everything including and especially you. So what does it mean to recognize God's Lordship? It means understanding that He rightfully deserves your full allegiance, devotion, and obedience. As Revelation 4.11 declares, listen carefully, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Why? For you created all things, including me, and by your will they exist and were created, including each of us. So since God created you and gave you life and breath itself, He deserves first place in every area of your existence. Recognizing Him as Lord means enthroning Him as a supreme ruler 
and focus of our lives. It requires willingly choosing to dethrone anything else that has occupied that rightful place in our life. Relationships, career, wealth, success, self-interest, you name it. And the operative word is willingly. We must be willing to dethrone anything else in our life that we worship besides Him. God will not force His Lordship on us. It's something we must do. Recognizing his lordship calls for an honest evaluation of who or what is currently on the throne of your heart and your decisions. What do your priorities, your schedules, your entertainment choices, your bank statements reveal about who you worship? What consumes your thoughts and passions? Ask the Holy Spirit to bring conviction about any idolatry that may be hidden in your life. As J.C. Ryle once wrote, Where Christ rules in the heart, the whole course of a man's life will bear witness to the fact. People will know who your Lord is, especially if it's Christ. If God rules your heart, your lifestyle will clearly reflect it. So, how is your lifestyle measuring up to your confession of Christ right now? Remember, the first step of surrender will lead you to reorder every area of your life like your plans, your job, your time, your possessions, your habits, and center them around God's priorities rather than self-centered pursuits. It will mean letting go of anything He calls you to release or to change. And it will mean your life will embrace a purpose defined by His eternal plan and impact rather than your temporary comfort or what feels good for the moment. But I think we already know that, don't we? The problem is putting it into practice. Ultimately, recognizing God's lordship requires pursuing intimacy with Him like we may have never done before through prayer, heartfelt prayer, consistent reading of His Word, and obedience to Him as your highest aim, and not just as an add-on for a temporary spiritual high after a revival or a mission trip. He must be your supreme treasure and your consuming passion. Surrendering requires submitting your life completely to His authority, which is something you sacrifice, something you give up to Him. In exchange, you receive so much more. As J.I. Packer reminds us, quote, He does not exploit our submission, but gives us glory, joy, peace, and the fullness of life found only in Him. Sounds like the abundant life, doesn't it? Our sacrifice brings the blessing of His intimate presence, which nothing on earth compares. And I mean nothing. Surrendering our lives to God begins with this crucial first step of recognizing and embracing His complete Lordship and willingly choosing to make Him preeminent in every area of our life. Though sacrifices involved, the blessings far outweigh the cost. When we enthrone Christ as supreme ruler in our hearts, we gain incomparable treasure, namely the intimate presence of the King of Kings living in us. A.W. Tozer said regarding this, Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free, to give them victory over the grave and grant them life eternally. But this glorious exchange of surrender is not something we can only experience in the sweet by and by with Jesus face to face. It's something we can experience right now on this side of heaven when we surrender our lives to him. So take that first step of surrender 
today. It's not the end of the process, but it's just the beginning. And tomorrow, we'll look at step two, which deals with confession and repentance of our sins that brings true freedom. Until then.